0: hi
1: hello this is double bluff the comedy podcast where we teach a lot and lie a little i'm renee and i'm carissa and
0: uh what's up (laughs)
1: What's up? What's up? It's been a while. Yeah. I forgot. Do you remember, like, at the beginning of our intros, we'd always introduce the show by comparing it to something more ridiculous each time? Yeah, I do remember that. It started out with two truths and a lie, and then we just progressively lost the plot, I think.
0: Yeah. No, we did start out as more organized individuals. Well, so what is the show, though? Uh, Each week... Or month, or year, apparently.
1: If you're very lucky, yeah, each year.
0: (laughs) If you're very lucky. Um, We are going to tell you a bunch of things about a thing. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is going to be a lie.
1: It's like uh, two truths and a lie. (laughs) Except there are many more truths and just one lie, so... But anyway, how have you been? We've been away for a very long time. I've missed this. I've missed you. I've missed talking into a microphone like we're in front of an audience. How have you been?
0: I've been good. (laughs) I've been normal. I've been safe until last night. I need to tell you a story Mm -hmm. that I am not over. Even though I probably should be, it's been about 12 hours, I probably should be over this, but listen. Trauma
1: lasts a lifetime, though.
0: Trauma lasts a lifetime, (laughs) and I'm going to tell you about some trauma that uh, I've incurred as of the last 24 hours. Mm. The story is developing. Mm. I went to get shawarma last night.
1: Okay, cultural appropriation.
0: Yeah. And you know, I was I was myself. I was very polite. I don't think I did anything wrong in this social interaction, mm-hmm. in this social exchange. They take my shawarma and they put it on a bed of fries. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh, excuse me. I think I got rice." And he said, "No, you didn't." <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay. I guess not." And then he goes, "Did you want garlic sauce and hot sauce?" And I said, No. He said, Yeah, you do. And he put garlic sauce on it. And I said, Okay, that's fine. I like garlic sauce. And then he was like, Do you want the hot sauce? I was like, nah, man. And then he said, We do it like this. <laughs> and he put so much hot sauce on. And I pooped for a very long time this morning. <laughs>
1: I, I like the implication that there is a we, like it's like some kind of cabal of shitty fast food workers <laughs> working at knockoff shawarma joints in Canada who are like, we have decided to put...
0: Yeah, we do it this way. <laughs> we have overruled you. Yeah.
1: I mean, we, we both worked at a fast food joint together. Um, and we have to admit, sometimes we, we've maybe done similar things.
0: No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. When someone wants a burger with no sauce, but all three different kinds of leafy greens (laughs) and no sauce, do I criticize Mm, the dry arid nature of their food or do i give them their human rights and i just give them their shitty food like they ordered yeah
1: the human right to enjoy shitty food is what renee is really defending right now i don't know i'm the other way i'm like that guy because i've definitely had someone come in and say i want this and i go no it's not good you're not gonna have this i know better than you i work here let me make the decisions for both of us but there's there's a reason why you get tipped well and I don't. Like, there's a very clear...
0: <laughs> Here, all I'm saying is, and, and it has been, what, 13 to 15 months since our audience has last heard from us. Mm-hmm. They don't know where I live. They don't know what jobs I've had. They don't know my comedy journey. None of this is important. All I'm saying is, last night, I did experience reverse racism. <laughs> That's all I want you guys to know has happened to me over the last 15 months. Nothing else is important. Uh, How about you? Do you have any uh, updates? Any um, long-term trauma, COVID-style updates? Or trauma,
1: yeah. Do you have any new trauma? No, I've, well, yes. I've been writing lots of poetry, which I think is like, it is trauma because it is like me pivoting back to my emo phase. So it's like I'm revisiting trauma and I am traumatizing other people. It's just like a whole, like, smorgasbord of trauma. Yeah. It's super fun. No, you got it. Um, And I've also been traumatized because I got ghosted in the city that I'm in. I'm not sure <laughs> how c- how good we are with letting people know where we live. Are we allowed to tell them what cities we're in?
0: I, what? I don't give a shit. What are they... What is our one fan from Amsterdam going to do?
1: Okay. Renee lives at.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to cut that. I'm going to beep that for sure. That's a little much.
1: Um, yeah. But you know what? Don't underestimate people from Amsterdam. They're crazy fuckers. I really
0: hope our one listener from the Netherlands returns to us.
1: So I, yeah, I realized that women everywhere will reject me because I got ghosted twice here in, in the, in a, in a, I'm so scared to say the name of the city that I'm in because I'm also innately paranoid that the Secret Service somehow can tap into everything that I'm doing.
0: Well, like the Secret Service wouldn't need to, they would really just, (laughs) like, it's on Spotify, like we're on Spotify and Apple Music, like they could... They could find you a lot easier than that. And that.
1: You know what? Given how many listeners we have, it's probably unlikely that we're going to get the Secret Service listening in. But anyway, yeah, so in Dubai, um, turns out you can get you can meet women here. I didn't know that. And you can also get ghosted by them, which I also I knew I knew, but I didn't want <laughs> to know. Anyway, so I got ghosted and um, there isn't really much to say. Uh, except for the fact that I'm kind of really sad about it. And that's the crux of romance comedy, is that, like, there are only two kinds of jokes you can make. One is, I love my wife so much, but you know those kind of jokes? They're only made by men who go on to cheat on their wives and divorce them.
0: Oh, are you (laughs) feeling particularly butthurt about a certain male comedian,
1: Carissa? You made me believe in love. And then you wrenched it away. <laughs> yeah. So the and the other kind of romance comedy is just sadness, and it's you. You've got to be in the mood for a little bit of sadness. And so I uh, have given up entirely, and I've just resorted to writing poetry, and it's going really well for me so far. Almost all my friends have refused to talk, <laughs> refused to keep talking to me because everything that I say is just, "Have you read the poem that I sent you? It's really good. It's about." The patriarchy.
0: (laughs) Here's the the thing is your poetry is good and we do like it, but we're all scared of homework. And we want to come up with really like well thought out answers before we talk to you. Because I want to give your work the respect that it deserves. And... And by the way, you look like, well, first of all, Carissa, for the past 15 months since we stopped recording Double Bluff, Carissa has gone on a hair journey and a hair, uh, no, a metamorphosis, a metamorphosis. (laughs) And right now, you kind of look like you have frosted tips.
1: I do have frosted tips. I literally have frosted tips right now because what happened was I grew my hair out and like the top half of my head was bleached and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of looking like I carry a sackcloth on my head. So I cut it off, but with not enough skill to cut off all the parts that were like dyed. So there's just like little smattering of beautiful dyed hair. And yeah, you're right. I do look like a very sexy boy band. Uh, Member, which beats looking like um, at one point I look like Draco Malfoy, who'd let himself go.
0: You looked, oh my, you there. You looked like Meryl mm. Streep. You looked like Draco Malfoy. You were giving Julian Anderson, and you were giving like mm. you were giving like K-pop boy band hair now you're getting but now you're giving like north american boy band member and i just cannot wait to see what you will do next
1: and i i gave myself the haircut so that what what does that mean my hands are magic women all the women who ghosted me i hope you're listening and i hope you're weeping right now
0: uh they're not um but actually you know that would be a power move like she ghosted you that relationship is in the dump anyway why don't you just send her our podcast? Like, just send the um, link to our next episode. What do you have to lose? I don't think she's going to sleep with us anyway.
1: Um, my dignity. I think so.
0: <laughs> it's already gone,
1: my dude. It is. It's gone. The fact that I wrote a, I wrote a poem about a girl that I met for one night. Like it's gone. Dignity doesn't exist anymore. Shut up.
0: Bukowski um, did the same thing. You can do whatever you want.
1: You're right. You're right. Every man who's ever written a poem about a woman he's just glanced at came before me and paved the path for me. So I shouldn't feel. I shouldn't feel ashamed. I don't think. But anyway, I kind of want to talk about what you're gonna talk about today. Right.
0: So, welcome to episode seven. Just just before I start. I really do want to acknowledge the weirdness that is Double Bluff. We have these six episodes. They're great. What happened to episode seven? We have five different episode sevens all sitting in production hell on my computer. I think that's very important for you all to know that we gave it a shot, not once or twice, but uh, five times to do a half-decent episode seven.
1: <sighs> We've been cursed. Seven is an unlucky number. Everyone knows that.
0: Right. So um, if you're listening to this, it means we broke the curse. We uh, we raised our episode from perdition and we published yeah. it.
1: We raised our episode and we lowered our standards is what we are hoping for at the end of this. Right. Because we're pushing this out. This This episode is like that fat baby that you have spent 24 hours in labor for and you are ready to fucking rip your asshole. You are ready to get it out there. You're gonna
0: open up in the bottom like a Christmas cracker.
1: Amen. So episode seven, what's it about?
0: Today, I'm gonna talk about worms. Okay, worms.
1: Worms? Uh, Can I ask why worms? I wanted to do earthworms
0: specifically. Um, mm-hmm. Because I really feel like that's the kind of creature that is just like this silent, unsung champion of our mm-hmm. ecosystem. Um, but I've decided to do like let's call this let's call this episode Earthworms, etc. Because okay. turns out earthworms are kind of cool, but there's definitely some more cool treacherous worms on the planet mm. and I want to talk a little bit about those too can
1: we call it earthworms and friends uh, these are not friends oh. I'm gonna be <laughs>
0: telling you about some evil ass worms it is gonna be it's pretty sick um but sure earthworms and friends let's uh let's trap some people into hearing some grody stuff um, but yeah are you uh, are you ready to hear about earthworms how do you feel about this topic?
1: So, okay, first off, I want, oh, worm to be our tagline. We've discussed this before. I need <laughs> it. I want it. I will not budge. This is part of my contract. So every time every time you say something that I think is really interesting, I will reply with, oh, worm. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I think that it is funny. It's one of
0: my f- my favorite memes. But it's a little easier read than said, because sometimes I go in real life, oh, worm? And people are like, what? I'm like, you know, like, word, (laughs) but worm? And they're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool.
1: Yeah. So funny. Anyway. Okay, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) fine. I I may budge on that, but I will still say it here and there. Save it for
0: some good worm facts.
1: Okay, I'll save it for the best. Okay, if you hear, oh, worm, that means that's, like, my top five favorite fact that you've told me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, it'll it'll be, like, a reward that you have to work towards. Okay. Um, I also used to, so my cat, um, who Renee is taking care of since I'm not in the country now, um, my cat had worms at one point and I knew this because one day she just up and vomited all over my carpet and Ooh. there were beautiful spaghetti-like <gasps> worms um, in my carpet and so I had to clean that up and I've never been able to look noodles quite the same way ever again Right. Um, right. and fun fact Evie's nickname, Evie's her actual name, Evie's nickname for the entirety of her treatment phase was worm oh yeah she was my little worm baby um kind of key. but also i i'm not super good with worms i'm not good with insects in general but i really like i'm an environment student so i feel like every environment student has one day got to the point where they think you know what fuck this i'm gonna go and grow organic produce Except I refuse to lower myself. I have standards, okay? I refuse to lower myself to a profession where my co workers are worms.
0: So, yeah, you're, I mean, you're the friends. You're the earthworm and friends. You're, you're, you are supposed to be their champion. You know, you're the environment student, so.
1: And I just can't. So, also, worms are phallic.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is the low hanging fruit of the worm comedy world. (laughs) I only have one worm penis joke. Which I think is impressive considering all things considered. Yeah,
1: This is why I didn't even bother making a joke. I just said the fact. Because honestly, that's the only thing that... Like, if you let me write jokes about worms, it would just be dick jokes. Right.
0: Right. No, I'm glad you got that out of our system. Honestly, like, we're about to talk about worms for an hour and a half. We should just play the penis game real quick just to get it out there. And then we never have to say it again. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So here is my conclusion after doing some research. Nobody on the internet knows how to talk about worms in a normal way <laughs> at all. I'm going to provide some examples, but we really don't have a grasp on how to explain what worms are, talk about what they look like, or how they behave without mm-hmm. being kind of weird about it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give some examples here and there. So let's start. What, what is a worm? What's mm-hmm. a worm? Before I, I get into the wonderful world of earthworms, what is a worm? What's in a worm? Uh, w- more worms, actually. Uh, worms are just <laughs> packed tight full of more worms like Evie. Um, <laughs> so the most basic definition is a worm is a soft-bodied, elongated, invertebrate animal, which mm. means that technically all of the following are worms. Leeches, mm. maggots, tapeworms, and Benedict Cumberbatch. But a... <laughs> so, very good. Thanks. Um, there are thousands of species of worms, uh, but a few major categories are phyla, and someone took the time to name them very bizarrely. So here oh. they are, really weirdly. Okay, so first there's Annelida, which is like these are the earthworms you know and love, okay? They're the mm-hmm. segmented worms they're our friends. Okay, but here are some of the other categories you may not know: flatworms, ribbon worms, spiny-headed worms, peanut worms, spoon worms, and beard worms.
1: Beard worms. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, I'm a little suspicious right now already because remember, guys, the name of the game is to guess the lie as much as you enjoy the rest of the storytelling. Okay, yeah. interesting.
0: If I was a better researcher, I probably would have looked into beardworms. worms, but <laughs> uh, I kind of didn't want to know, yeah. you know? I feel like that yeah. can't be great news for us, so. Uh...
1: Yeah, no, I feel like beardworms are probably, they probably have something to do with, you know that study that came out of uh, men's beards and they found fecal matter like huh? by the what? bunch? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Apparently men's beards are just great retainers (gasps) of fecal matter. So I I don't want to know about the the beard worms either. Just based off of that one study, I'm good. I'm good.
0: This, okay. (laughs) This is the detour of a lifetime. I need more information about this. Where's the fecal matter coming from? Like the face beard?
1: When they flush the toilet. And then they put no 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 so when you flush the toilet fecal matter goes everywhere especially if you don't close the lid so like you're obviously gonna wash your hands but who's gonna wash their beards and their beards are you know they're big you know they can really be nestled in there like the fecal matter so fun fact okay
0: okay Peter has a beard we need to cancel not only this episode (laughs) but my marriage we have to cancel my marriage okay um thank you I hate that. Okay, so so the earthworm <laughs> that you are thinking fondly of is the species Lumbricus terrestris. Uh, it is described as pink and juicy by Ooh. scientific sources for some reason. And uh, <laughs> they are less common than you might think. They only account for one in every 80 earthworms because there are so many different kinds of species.
1: Interesting. I believe that um but uh the pink and juicy part (laughs) i don't know some of these earthworms they're pink but i wouldn't call them juicy you know what i mean so
0: some of them look a little hungry i feel bad for those worms i worry about them
1: they should eat more earth Uh,
0: yeah so that uh that kind of earthworm is so like i said it's segmented so it's made up of segments that are called annuli and Mm -hmm. while they may appear smooth like they kind of look slimy because they have a lot of like like fun secretions they're actually covered Mm -hmm. in a small bristles uh which allow Mm -hmm. them to move and burrow so it's just these tiny like little almost like cilia. um
1: i hate that i hate that but the thing about these worms right or any any creature where they're reliant on more than one appendage to move, like more than two appendages to move. Like okay, human beings, we got we got our legs. Uh, chimps, they got their 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 legs and their arms. Okay, octopi, horrifying, horrifying, <laughs> horrifying. Eight. Yeah. And then these celia things, like that's no. why worms are, and and, and uh, even caterpillars and, and centipedes are disgusting is because the more appendages you add, the more disgusting it gets. And the less you have, aka mermaids, the sexier you are.
0: <laughs> oh my god, you figured out why mermaids are the object of all human desire. It's not their titties covered in really tiny clamshells. No, it's their no, single no, no. appendage
1: hey, a exactly. very
0: informative hey you should be teaching this episode eh <laughs> um okay so uh, i read a i read a can you call this a statistic i don't think so but uh they seem mm-hmm. to think so so in one acre of land there can be more than a million worms That's how common they are. Unfortunately. That is a
1: statistic.
0: Is it though? Because this kind of feels like that statistic about like, you eat eight spiders per year. Like, I guess you could, (laughs) there could be more than a million worms, but that's not... Like, that doesn't feel like a real provable thing.
1: What do you mean? Of course it's provable. How would you prove? There is one man out there with all the time in the world who has 100% spent all his time counting worms.
0: I don't know how you could do that. I'm sure maybe if, again, if I was a better researcher, maybe I would know how they count the worms. Uh, you guys are f- can f- be free to do that if you'd like.
1: Yeah, I'm in the environment faculty. I bet you I could ru- rustle up at least six people who would be very, very glad to count worms for the rest of their lives. Do
0: you, do you think – is, like, anybody in your program, like, kind of, like, obsessed with worms? Is anybody, like – like a huge we've got, worm stand.
1: Uh, we've got people obsessed with uh, benthic invertebrates, which are like water-dwelling invertebrates, which not worms, but you know what? Close enough. Just as pathetic to be obsessed with. Like, are you, you mean like jellyfish? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. They're like little, um, little creatures. They're like they're not bacteria. They're they're invertebrates. Uh the presence of them can help tell stuff about water quality. All of this is extremely boring. So please I'm fascinated. Let me stop talking about my I am totally fascinated. But I did have a professor who was unconsciously is that the word? Absolutely
0: not. What are you talking? Yeah. What's the word you're going like, for just, here?
1: Like it was like a bad decision for them But they were too obsessed with soil And it made them a terrible person
0: What do you mean?
1: (laughs) It made them really mean Like she would come in to a class And she'd say things like I don't even want to be here All I want to do is research And her research was soil And she called herself the only Well okay I'm actually gonna get so fucked No this is
0: hilarious Please tell me what she called herself
1: But she used to call herself You Waterloo's only soil expert Which (gasps) is not even that ridiculous controversy it's just just kind of strange to want to be the only
0: (laughs) sorry in my mind i imagine that she was actually like in a whole department of soil researchers and she was just a huge (laughs) dick and she's just like I'm the one and only Soil Queen 2019.
1: She was. She was a huge dick, but she was also very powerful.
0: Yeah. So what I'm hearing is you had a crush on this woman, right?
1: Yeah. All right. 100%. I I say all these terrible things and every every time I say something terrible about a mean woman, you must assume that that is also accompanied by the biggest crush you've ever seen on a woman. (laughs) So (laughs) every day. Oh, that's so funny. Anyway, more fun facts. Okay, I
0: have tons of fun facts. We got to, we got to yeah. An earthworm can eat up to one third of its body weight a day. Personally, I don't think that's that impressive. I think that's pretty <laughs> underwhelming when you think about other talented insects, like, I don't know, ants. Ants. Um ants are really sexy and um strong. Um anyway, uh worms are all they're all hermaphroditic. I'm pretty sure every species of worms that are like seven thousand species are all hermaphroditic. Um okay. They can hear uh one sec. Yeah.
1: You can't just throw a line like her- "hermaphroditic" and just move on. What does that mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm smart, and I thought everyone else should also <laughs> oh, know yeah exactly. exactly.
0: They are hermaphroditic. so they uh, they they don't have male, female, sexual characteristics that you know make them male or female they like some of them reproduce asexually and then some of them like they produce with each other but like there's no like male female distinction there oh my god yeah.
1: you know what i just realized yeah okay I'm, I'm sure most people are aware of this but just to recap on the internet there is such a thing as animal kin okay okay So it's when people, yeah, you know, you know, children on Tumblr um, who are slightly disturbed, I would say, um, take on an animal um, and personify these animals characteristics in their lives. And a wolfkin is pretty common. Mm -hmm. And I just realized there must be. Wormkin. Wormkin. I bet. They're very, like, you know, imagine you're a kid who's already kind of weird. You hear about these things that reproduce asexually, and they're not really male or female. I mean, I can see myself <laughs> at age 12 writing poetry about
0: <laughs> words. My god. So. so um. Oh, yeah. So they can hear or, like, sense vibrations to avoid predators. So they're not completely, like, these helpless, slimy creatures like I thought. Here's a direct quote from an article I found. So Charles Darwin actually did a lot of... He's that weird guy that you talked about who spends all his time counting worms. So... So Charles Darwin discovered that while they don't have ears, they can still hear. When he placed them on his piano in a pot of soil, they retreated underground as soon as a note was played. Get the fucking ethics board on this guy. That's fucking (laughs) animal cruelty.
1: I don't think it was so much they could hear the music so much as they could hear Charles Darwin's music. (laughs) And like, stick to
0: Science and controversial uh, religious opinions. (laughs) Artist you are not.
1: But you know what? There's something to be said uh, about the fact that... You know what? When you look at all these famous scientists, they're all fucking losers. They probably didn't have that many friends. And like they probably had very sad existences. And so I get why nerds... You know, nerds are always the ones to say... When I am older, you will be working in a coffee shop and I will be your boss. I kind of get it because that was true for people like Charles Darwin. I'm betting, like, I'm guessing he got bullied and then he became father of, like, science and shit
0: it's so funny that you say that i assume with no knowledge of charles darwin as a person the truth is charles darwin actually was a wimpy loser like famously (laughs) like when he was at the galapagos island yes he did all this crazy research but he was constantly like i'm sick my tummy hurts i'm cold i'm tired like constantly. He was very well known for being like uh, like an effeminate loser.
1: I love that I'm right. You were I right. I love that I'm right about that. <laughs> because honestly, to uh, want to do research like that, two things must happen. One, you must really, really love what you do. And two, you must not have other people who really, really love you. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> Unless you're Carissa's soil professor, in which case Carissa really loves <laughs> That's you. That's
1: true. That's true. There are twisted people everywhere. Every academic, it, it's, the sim- it's the same crowd that writes to serial killers in prison they're also the same crowd that like academics like the same girls writing yes. a love letter to ted bundy not me but you know they would also write a, a letter to that weird professor who definitely sexually harasses <gasps> all the young grad students in his care yeah
0: holy shit that's a that's a fucking correlation that i didn't know existed and that's uh and i think you're right okay so you've heard that an earthworm if it's like gets dry it'll die that's true mm-hmm. so they diffuse Ooh. oxygen and carbon dioxide through their skin and you know i talked about all those great secretions so they must be kept mm-hmm. in a moist environment or they will die um also uh, the myth that if you cut a worm it'll just like regenerate that is kind mm-hmm. of true for a lot of worms Uh, more true for some worms again we'll talk about that later but it depends Mm -hmm. on which segment of the body the worm loses like probably impossible to replace a head but if you cut it like in half Mm -hmm. it's like okay we can work with this you know
1: yeah heads are important everything else less so i i believe that i believe that Uh, i am i am slowly but carefully picking apart everything that you're saying in my head though so
0: all right Watch out. Uh, Last thing, nationalgeographic.com or whatever the fuck. They included a graphic to illustrate the size of a common earthworm by comparing it up against a teacup, which I was like, that's a really weird relative way. Couldn't you just show us a ruler? Um, This is what I mean. Nobody knows how to describe earthworms online in a normal way. Like, that's just such a like, tell me your English without telling me your english that's
1: <laughs> that's not even just english that's just like such an old person thing to do like have you ever been to your grandma's house and she's like oh you can put in a cup of this and it's a fucking random teacup that does not have any like it's not standardized in any way shape or form it's just like eh.
0: that's how she cooks she's like this is the soy sauce cup this is the right <laughs> amount of soy sauce i've cracked the code i don't need the metric system <laughs> or the imperial system I just need this mug with uh, Chandler from Friends on it. Anyway, okay, so I want to talk a lot about their mating process, and it's like pretty wild. So I can't really paraphrase it. So I took a lot of direct quotes. So here's one from National Geographic. Thank you, National Geographic. But fuck you, Walt Disney Corporation. Okay, following mating. So this is not the mating process. We'll get to that in a sec. But following mating. So each worm forms a tiny lemon shaped cocoon out of a liquid secreted from its clitellum which is its oh. sex organ. So so that's so that's if you ever look at an earthworm that's the familiar looking bulge near the first third of the worm's body. Uh, I mean, we had our suspicions as children. You look at that and you go, that's for sure got to be the butt or the other thing.
1: I, I never looked at bulges at worms. I mostly just ran away. But okay, okay. I hear you. <laughs> I mean, you look
0: at you, yeah, Anyway. Um, okay. So the sperm and egg cells are deposited inside the cocoon and they bury it. And then after a few weeks, the baby earthworm Emerges, so they they lay cocoons.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds a little a little far fetched. Didn't you tell me that uh, they're hermaphroditic?
0: Yeah, they are.
1: So why are they mating?
0: They because they have to because they have to reproduce. I
1: oh okay. <laughs> I they are. Her- I thought I really thought I had something there. <laughs> I was like oh like oh. yes. Oh. To be fair, Science. nobody has
0: said in this quote, where did the sperm cells come from? Where did the egg cells come from? It was not information that was available. Just, I don't know.
1: Can I ask you a question? So before you did this research, what did you envision as worm sex?
0: Oh, well, I don't know. Like I kind of thought, first of all, if I had to have guessed, I would have guessed they laid eggs like a like a pot of eggs kind of like a frog that would have been my best guess i just thought i mean i kind of thought it was like this just like a just just mixing um ingredients in a in a very (laughs) nonsensual manner you know what about you
1: Uh i okay well i was thinking more about the mating itself but uh which i know you're gonna go into but i thought mating would be like uh one sperm would open its a a hole at the bottom, and then the other sperm would crawl into it. (laughs) What? What? And then... The, the ends would break off, and then that would be, the middle part would now be a half of the first one, and half wait, wait, of the second one. Wait, wait, the
0: worms one. would break
1: off? Yeah, so the big, you know, like, okay, so imagine it's like a worm head to t- tail, let's say. Okay, the tail opens up, and then another worm's head goes into that tail, oh. and then it's like one big worm now, but then the head of the first worm breaks off, and then the head of uh, the tail of the second worm breaks off, and then the new, new worm is just a little bit of both.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? We all should have spent more time staring at worms as children, because I know that's uh, this is what happens it's unhinged man (laughs) oh my god okay so this what i have just read you i thought it was a great scientific explanation of how worms are born but i wasn't satisfied i decided Mm -hmm. this just doesn't have enough sexual undertones for me luckily earthworm enthusiast sally colthard wrote an article for me that answered my questions here's the byline strong Smart and sexy in spades. She is talking about earthworms, I'd like to remind you.
1: Oh, God. This is the amount, uh, like, she is gassing up earthworms so much. She is basically my mother after she, she, like, my mother, she found out that I was mentally unhinged recently. And she started being extra nice to me (laughs) in the way that you know. (laughs) She's like, Carissa, you're
0: so strong, smart, and sexy.
1: (laughs) And this is the same thing. Sally is doing the same exact thing to these earthworms.
0: I agree and and she gets us. Like she gets the vibe. She should have been on our monster fucking episode cuz like she's got oh. some she's got some difficult feelings that she needs to sort out. Okay, so here's a direct quote from her. So the courtship ritual of the common earthworm is a tender affair with initial getting to know you sessions. So basically one earthworm will repeatedly poke its head into the burrow of the neighbor that they want to fuck and they're just like, what's up? And they may do this once (laughs) or twice or a dozen times. Now, I know I just said that earthworms are hermaphrodites, but I think we can all agree that that is just male behavior. <laughs> okay, so just like we ask gay people, who's the man and who's the woman, I think we should treat earthworms the same way. I think we should strip <laughs> away their hermaphrodite status and they get a quantum gender status where they are at all times both genders, either gender and neither gender until one of them acts like a mm. fuckboy at which point <laughs> their gender collapses to the binary.
1: Oh, worm? I love this. <laughs> this entire section, love it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God.
0: I really want to give this to your soil, Professor, and just watch her. Like, I just want to see a single tear fall softly from her eyes. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever
1: read. No, she's not the kind of woman to... to. Uh cry she would she would sue the fuck out of your ass she would literally come after you with so many lawsuits um mostly mostly because we're making fun of the fact that she's the only soil expert on campus. <laughs> what's so funny about being the oil, the only soil professor on campus it's, that's
0: a very serious position it's very important okay so sally continues uh, when they're right. ready to mate, the two earthworms lie next to each other, facing in opposite directions, head to tail. Hey, oh eh, Carissa, glued together oh in a tight embrace. There, they'll stay stuck in a sexual marathon that can last forever. Anything from one to three hours. And that oh, is impressive. That, that is, is insane. That's literally like 500% longer than any human male. That's insanity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the only worm that can last that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Okay. So uh, second half, it's about to get pretty gnarly, I'll say. I was eating cabbage rolls just before recording this. Just because... Just you know, for sustenance mm-hmm. reasons, and then I opened up this word document, and my eyes just sort of grazed over the page, and I, I almost immediately like rejected every, every, everything from my body. Like it, it's gonna get pretty gross <laughs> here in the second half. How did
1: you feel about the first half? Well, I felt like I learned a lot. Um, I also feel very suspicious about certain. Key facts that you've told me already, but I feel like maybe you're hiding something big in the second half. So, so I'm excited. Uh, I got my detective hat on. That's all I'm gonna say. That's fine. I am glad that you feel that you
0: learned a lot because all of this research is like the most shallow Google research that I could have possibly done. I did like I, I pulled information from like a like children's like a kindergartner's resource page. <laughs> like like worms of illinois or something like that and it was like had terrible like graphics
1: oh my god where the graphics are like comic sans yeah and very bright you colors. know you
0: know what it is oh. you know what it is
1: I know what it is. So, what facts do you have for me now? Okay, so we're going to start. Um, are there dangerous earthworms? What do you think? I think all of them can be dangerous, but to different beings. I don't think dangerous to me, maybe. But uh, I know that there are dangerous worms. I just don't know if there are any dangerous earthworms to humans.
0: Yeah, um, Yeah. there's not. Um, <laughs> it's exactly what you thought. This is an episode... <laughs> Full of predictable information, which is what you want in a podcast. Um, So no, there are no dangerous earthworms. But like I said, this episode is called Earthworms, etc. I wanted to include some honorable mentions of uh, some heinous worms. So the hammerhead flatworm, it's named for its bulging head like a hammerhead shark. And it's a carnivorous species of worm that is invasive to the U.S., Unlike our sexy and sensitive earthworm, the secretions from this worm will irritate human skin. It will eat other species of worms and those detritus eating creatures. And that damages the soil health. Mm -hmm. And it will not visit your burrow multiple times before attempting to fuck you. He's a one and done. Hit him and quit him. He's a scrub
1: he's not waiting around for you to consent he's not like courting you no 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 he's there he's he's hammering you and i mean
0: like he kind of knows he's hot so like that's attractive in and of itself (laughs) like he knows his worth so hammerhead flatworm here's a neat thing about their
1: reproduction again not at all like the earthworm do they have hermaphroditic hermaphroditic features or do they have boy girl
0: well no the hammerhead flatworm especially has no need for gender because they produce completely asexually. He he won't even fuck you at all is what I'm saying. Listen, the hammerhead flatworm <laughs> will not fuck you. So give it up. Chris, give it up. Um okay, so reproduction is achieved through fragmentation. So that means a small rear portion of the worm will pinch off and stay behind. As the worm moves forward and within about 10 days, a head begins to form on this fragment of its body. And this may happen a few times a month.
1: So this sounds really strange. Could you imagine if human beings reproduced (laughs) in this way? Like we're off. uh, All I can think of is, you know, that scene in Narnia where the kids are left. Like imagine instead of leaving kids behind as you go off to fight a war. You leave behind nubs.
0: Nubs. You
1: leave behind nubs. And then by the time you come back, these nubs have faces. And then you're like, ah. You look like your mom. That's the only. (laughs) Gigi Hadid.
0: This is a class act right now. We're doing a class act. Okay. So that's that's a very dangerous earthworm. He's bad for everybody uh he's bad for your heart
1: I love how even when a worm no have boy or a girl we just we know which is boy and which is girl and we've made this observation before 100% but we know 100%
0: this this one's a, this one's a boy I I don't know if I've have any 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 chick worms here actually maybe the, maybe the one after this one <laughs> is a little is a little (laughs) female coded because she's a she's a bitch okay um okay so this next one is called the Trimatoda. and it's a flatworm that is found exclusively in the amazon river there's only about 1500 of them in the entire world so it is a parasite and their bodies are 10 times more horrifying than the bodies of regular earthworms okay so they have a main body and an exterior where the main body is like interior and it's separated from the exterior by like a muscle layer and the exterior is smooth and continuous and don't make me say it okay i will sounds like an uncircumcised penis does that help you visualize?
1: It does. Yeah. And I hate that I know what that looks
0: like. <laughs> it's not so much the look, it's the feel, right? You know, like it's a very particular, you got some exterior, interior action happening um, for this worm. Okay. Okay. So these uh, flatworms are part of a class that are like some of them are aquatic, and they're known for their colorful morphology. And so they are lovingly nicknamed by microbiologists as the Bowie worm, um, which I am sure that they regret. You should never name a species after anybody who could be a pedophile.
1: Wait, what happened to David Bowie? I thought it was he was in shit because he lied about being bisexual.
0: Dude's a pedophile. He he like had. Sex with like a 13 year old. Sorry, he raped a 13 year old girl. What? Yep.
1: 13? That's a baby. That's a child. We didn't know this? Oh, okay. You didn't know this? No. No. I mean, now that's making me really rethink that movie that he was in with Jennifer. Oh, the. Where he's a goblin. Goblin.
0: Uh, what the hell is that movie called? Labyrinth. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Not fun. Yeah, you should. You should. We should all rethink.
1: Yeah, his bulge is so big in that for a reason. She was a child. <laughs> oh my god. Why, why why can't we call them the prince worm? Oh because prince only had Pretty one sure color. prince was
0: also a predator. Sorry.
1: What about the Madonna color? She's colorful.
0: No, I'm sorry. But Madonna is not known for being colorful. If there was like an animal with like cone boobs, we might consider. <laughs> um, sorry, carriers of this parasite can experience excruciating abdominal pain and paralysis in the extremities.
1: I don't know if this is real. I'll just put that out there. You don't know if anything's real. It's all <laughs> true. in your mind. But it's just a little. It's you know what? It, it it probably is real because leave it to scientists to name something after a pedophile. Like leave it to them. <laughs>
0: Is there anything else that's named after a pedophile?
1: Every single uh American state.
0: Sorry, Washington, <laughs> DC. You were right. And <laughs> Washington State.
1: I talked out of my ass there about every state, but there there's so many cities and um rivers named after white men who owned slaves who definitely did not wait for the age of consent, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> if I know what you mean, because you said it very plainly. Uh <laughs> <laughs> they committed sexual assault, if you know what I mean. Okay. The guinea worm. Do you know of the oh, guinea worm? I
1: know this is real because it, this gave me nightmares as a child. Okay. I have a story about this. I'll tell you before you tell us anything about guinea worms. But as a child, I think I would have been maybe, maybe 10, 11 years old. Okay. Right? Like I was I was just becoming an adult. And I had in my science textbook uh, a listing of all Awful diseases that are waterborne or, you know, they're uh, as a result of food deprivation... And they exposed pictures of people suffering these awful, horrible things to us, and we weren't even teenagers. And I remember I used to put Post-its on top of them so I wouldn't have to (laughs) stare at the starving child who... Could you imagine starving and knowing somewhere, somehow you're sort of a celebrity amongst a bunch of fourth graders? Oh, my
0: God.
1: It's just insane to me, and that's how I know about the guinea worm. Anyway, Can I just be
0: honest, though? I think you covering up this... The child with the post it because you couldn't bear to like look. I think that shows that you've always been an empathetic, sensitive person. When I was in grade school and we had textbooks and there were pictures of anybody, we would just like wait for the teacher to turn around. We'd be like, yo, hey, 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 Quinn. Hey, do you see that one? Page 187? That's you. That's you. <laughs> And, like, the the kid on page 187 would be, like, jumping rope and looking fucking stupid. And we'd be like, that's you. So I know for a fact that if we had had that textbook and we saw a child dying from guinea worm, we'd be like, hey, Brittany,
1: Brittany, that's you. That's you. You're right. Uh, We did do that, except we had the the temerity to do that later on when we were older. And it was mostly just jokes about fat people. (laughs) So every time there... (laughs) Every time there was a fat person, there was a picture and it was a story about this uh, Albert or something like Alfred and he was fat and he wanted to do boxing and the story is how everyone laughed at him, okay? And Alfred had short hair and glasses and at this point in my life, I had short hair and glasses and Alfred was very tubby and so was I. (laughs) Chrissa, hey, Chrissa, Chrissa, page 56, Chrissa, that's you. That's you. Uh,
0: okay. Sorry, guinea worm. Guinea worm is possibly the worm farthest spiritually from our beloved earthworm. Okay. The guinea worm parasite causes guinea worm disease. This uh this parasite is spread by drinking contaminated water. So copepods are water fleas. And and these fleas live in, you know, in water and they cannot be seen without a magnifying glass. And they eat guinea worm larvae. So when you drink contaminated water and the copepods die inside of you, the host, they release the larvae, which, quote, penetrate the host's stomach and intestinal wall and move to the connective tissues of the abdomen where they mate. During the next 10 to 14 months, the male worm dies and the pregnant female worm grows to 60 to 100 centimeters. So like a a meter long, two to three feet in length. And again, nobody knows how to talk about worms as wide (laughs) as a cooked spaghetti noodle. This is from... Who? Okay, this is from the World Health Organization. (laughs) Why does nobody know how to talk normally about worms? (laughs) A cooked spaghetti noodle? That's not appropriate.
1: (laughs) I'm never eating spaghetti again. I didn't include this one,
0: but like there was another source that was like, a worm can push, I don't know, a ball of dirt or a rock that's, you know, this big. That's the same as a human pushing a polar bear. And I'm like, We don't know what that experience (laughs) is like
1: anyway. So it's not really helpful. That's how you know that person's a scientist because they must have at some point worked up in the (laughs) Arctic and they must have shoved at some dead polar bear's body. Like that's the only... (laughs) incredible explanation right he's like this is a normal experience for every single person on the planet
0: i just think we need a standardized way to talk about worms from now on we need to really get this shit in order like it's too many things okay sorry so here is how the cycle of the guinea worm continues after about one year of an infection, the female worm, which is inside of you and it's fucking, I don't know, it's huge. It will move to a spot just beneath the skin and cause a blister, which feels like like super painful. And after a day or two, that blister will burst and when you're like it's like stinging and, and burning you're gonna want to like wash it off with water or take a bath or you need to like collect water or whatever so when that your host makes contact with the water the guinea worm automatically releases a milky white liquid that contains millions of immature larvae into the water and then Ew. the copepods swallow the larvae and the cycle begins
1: again that's so gross yeah they burst out of your skin and again going back to my trauma my childhood trauma it was seeing a little kid with uh, guinea worms like bursting out of uh, their leg like i kind of feel bad because we're like ew and then it's like happening to millions of people because of the lack of clean drinking water you know what this is a call if you can if you have money you should probably donate to the UN. They do some good work with providing oh. clean, sanitary drinking water. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. We should post a link.
1: Yeah, let's do a link. Yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't mention, but,
0: yeah, like, if you have guinea worm disease, like, you could you could lose uh, a limb. Like, you could have a joint that becomes infected and that it could have permanent damage. So, it's very serious and uh, very, very heinous worm.
1: Bad worm.
0: Bad worm. <laughs> Bad worm. But female worm so girl boss girl boss also, girl boss bad worm bad worm.
1: Bad girl boss worm. yeah
0: okay so why why do we let's go back to earthworms for a sec why why do we why do we think we like them um so earthworms do feed on decomposing organic material and their excrement is extremely nutritious which improves soil health
1: Ooh, they're shitting their way into success
0: i agree So bacteria and fungi thrive on the nutrients that are released by earthworms. And then they themselves are an important food source for other creatures that inhabit the soil. So they really, they contribute to this ecosystem. A soil that is rich in worms is likely to have a thousand times more beneficial bacteria than soil that is not home to worms. Again, a thing that I'm not sure that they can know
1: i think that's something that's pretty knowable you can look at soil okay how how much stuff can you grow a thousand more plants than the <laughs> other one that's pretty
0: <laughs> that's science i guess so this is just me like being really skeptical of science the whole time yeah and then they burrow and and burrows like make little holes in the soil that makes it easier for water and nutrients to travel down to plant roots so like yeah we're we're friends right the reason why i wanted to do earthworms and we've talked about this i had a conspiracy theory about earthworms which you know i i thought that we were in an earthworm apocalypse i was like have you ever noticed when you go out in the rain these days where are all the earthworms do you not remember being a kid and going out in the rain and and they're being and looking at earthworms yeah but there were a lot there were like an excessive
1: amount of earthworms when when I when I was a kid. We've established I didn't really look at worms, but I I had a similar I have a similar conspiracy theories about snakes in my hometown. When I was a kid, we killed many snakes. Actually, looking back on it, I think we solved we solved why there aren't that many <laughs> <Looking> snakes anymore. <laughs> but are they good for the ecosystem? Where in your hometown? Probably. I hate mice. I'm not sure really what they did. I just knew that we. Hunt them like we were like movie movie stars like you know we would it was an entire thing and i remember even for one of my dad's birthdays we put a dead snake in a in a box like a t-shirt box and gave it to him like that's how how part of the the life these snakes were you know these cobras uh you saw one you killed cobras fun times
0: (laughs) who are you who are you? Are you the same person who went swimming with me in Ontario and got scared of moose in the water? Yeah,
1: I got terrified of moose in the water. And there have been also times where I just randomly, and this is definitely childhood trauma, because I randomly look at a twig on the ground and I'm like, guys, there's a snake. I have legitimately freaked many people out because I was like, guys, there's a snake.
0: And it like, it like triggers like a warrior <laughs> response in your brain and yeah, you're just like...
1: Kill, kill, exactly. kill, murder, kill. I feel like Rambo, but with snakes instead of Asian people. <laughs> okay, so are we getting more fun facts about earthworms? Yeah,
0: I was saying, earth. I have this theory, earthworm apocalypse. I thought that earthworms in North America were going extinct because I anecdotally have stopped seeing as many earthworms as I used to. So is there any truth in that? That's what I wanted to know. Um. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that only 7 out of the 7,000 species of worms have even been assessed for risk of extinction. I'm guessing because that's probably just pretty boring work. But they did do it for some worms. So there are three types of worms that are endangered or vulnerable. So the giant Gippsland earthworm and the Oregon giant earthworm. Uh, So the former can grow up to three meters long. Uh, So for a creature with no arms or legs or way of defending itself, like that does sound like a pretty poor adaptation. Like you probably shouldn't be three meters long. So like whose fault is it really?
1: That's but that's okay. Come on. That's us. We're... Five foot each, and both of us cannot defend ourselves. You know what? Fair enough. We also are a big
0: dumb worm. Um, The giant loose earthworm again it's it's big it's so it's like it's kind of your fault um it's being threatened though due to natural grassland habitat being converted to cropland and housing so yeah like some worms are going extinct but not the worms that we like not the worms that we're hanging out with on a shitty day you know i expected to find that those worms were going extinct but here's what i really found out almost all of the earthworms in north america are invasive and fucking up our forests did you know this
1: (laughs) why is this the narrative that i did not expect but should have i should have known that anything that seems too good to be true is just the white man bringing destruction upon us all exact and you're
0: exactly right because the earthworms that we that we like are lubricus terrestris those were brought over by europeans to, ob- to try and improve the crops, but obviously they were fucking stupid and they didn't know anything <laughs> or science and they, they <laughs> fucked it up.
1: They were like, this worm helped me at home. Maybe worm helped me now and then worm just eats the floor. <laughs> we have
0: to stop doing this. We have to just stop being like, fish tastes good here. Maybe fish tastes good there. Maybe put fish over there. And now we have Asian carp, Asian murder carp or whatever the fuck that (laughs) thing is.
1: Asian murder carp. That's the technical term. Yeah, scientifically, that's what they're known. (laughs) Okay.
0: So in this direct quote, I won't tell you from where because I uh, closed all my tabs. In a significant portion of the North American continent, no native earthworms have existed since before the Ice Age. And so all of our forests and habitats have evolved without them. So earthworms, you know, having been brought over by Europeans, they have spread into northern habitats where worms have been absolutely for thousands of years and they're fucking up the north forest okay so the main culprit um yes like our Lubricus terrestris is pretty is he's not supposed to be here but he's not chilling in the boreal forest he's not the one the Mm -hmm. one is the asian jumping worm
1: bro what is wrong with these asian animals (laughs) we need a wall against asian animals yeah against asian animals so
0: this earthworm, instead of living in the soil like, an, like like our earthworms, it lives on the top layer of the forest floor. And it eats fallen organic matter. And the problem is that that matter, like leaves and seeds, like it provides nutrients to the forest and trees and it spawns new trees. So they're eating it. They're preventing the forest from like regenerating itself and growing and shit, right? So that's them. Uh, but our king, our pink juicy king lumbricus terrestris uh they're also damaging because they speed up decomposition they're too good at decomposing decomposing Shit and materials, and that changes the pH, and which affects the nutrient environment, and so all of this makes soil inhospitable to native plants and allows non-native plants to thrive.
1: Well, yeah. you know what's surprising? I haven't really heard about this, and I'm uh, I'm an environment student, so maybe I should have paid attention to Marin, the soil expert. <laughs> she knows what in- she's talking about. And okay, there's something I want to add. She has a German accent.
0: Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, it really does.
1: Really, really does for me. I don't know about anyone else who's listening to this, but for me, when I know that someone has a German accent, it changes certain things. Well, yeah,
0: like we knew that you were in love with her already, but now like now we get it. Now we get that you're obsessed with her. Now you
1: understand. Yeah. You understand. (laughs) You get it. Me watching *Inglorious Bastards. Sploosh. Sploosh. Not because of Brad Pitt. Because of Diane Diane, Kruger. Diane Kruger, that's her name. And the French lady, Shoshana. Oh, yeah. She's in, uh, okay, well, because I will forget, you need to watch a Mad Woman's World Ball because she's in Melanie
0: Laurent, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so my solution to all this is, I say, we just take a bunch of the Hammerhead Flatworms and then we put them in the Boreal Forest and we just let them take out the Asian jumping worm, like like Suicide Squad style, you know.
1: The optics here are not so great, but I'm 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 down for it. Let's just change the name of the other of the jumping carp thing. <laughs> change the name. I'm down. I don't want genocide against Asian anything <laughs> on my hands. <laughs> okay that's it for me actually oh okay so that means we're gonna get to our next part which is where i guess the lie yeah so um it's time for me to guess and i don't know renee you've you've made it pretty hard for me i'll just say that how do you feel do you think you've you've hoodwinked me no
0: i'm i'm sweating right now my forehead's so hot wait i might have covid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I feel like you're going to get it. But I mean, just a little background information. We recorded this episode over two weeks. So if my lie was in the
1: first half, uh, you're kind of boned. Sure. Yeah. But uh, let's yeah. see. Okay. How about we do this? I get three guesses. I'll tell you my three guesses. And then we've done this before. Don't look so surprised. We've done this before where we get three guesses. Not three guesses, but we put forward three options. And then you let me know. Yeah, you let me know if it's one of those options. And then I make my final call. And then... Is that how we've been doing it? We have. We have. Okay. We do three. And then you say, okay, is it one of these three? Okay, you're right. You're right.
0: You're right. I'd be forgetting the format. Yeah.
1: So from part one the mating. I am suspicious about that. I'll put that down as my number one guess. Number two is the hammerhead shark thing. No, the hammerhead flatworm or whatever. And here's why I think that's suspicious in in particular, okay? Because come on, there's one hammerhead already. Having two is a little bit overkill and also shows a profound lack of originality, which come to think of it may perhaps be true given the fact that scientists aren't exactly the most verbose people. They're not very, you know, literarily inclined. So fine. I'll, as I am explaining oh, myself, I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. I
0: thought you were upset because God made two hammerhead <laughs> things. I was going to say um, God made lots of duplicate things. Okay. So don't, that's true. I wouldn't go that route.
1: Uh, Though my third guess is that is the jumping carp thing, jumping worm. I think that that's not true because I think you set, you set it up. Perfectly for the joke. And the fact that the Asian ones are invasive is a little sus. You know what I mean?
0: Are you saying Asians can't be invasive?
1: <laughs> I think we've proven that they can be with the carp thing, but I don't know. Second time may not be the term. Okay. Those are my three guesses. What do you say?
0: It's none of those things. No. And now I declare that you get what you have to commit to one. Okay. One thing. Okay.
1: Okay. I have to commit to one thing. You can talk
0: it out. I just, I, I won't be, I won't be I doing any table remember
1: talk. remember part one. <laughs> And I barely remember part two, too, because I have the like, brain of, a, of not even a goldfish, but a really dumb goldfish. Like, you know, the kind of goldfish that gets, like, made to stay back during, like, class, like, after class? Like, that's the goldfish that I'm at right now.
0: You could have gone with a pun on school.
1: Oh, yeah. School, damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hint. I'm scared. I, like, don't want to give you a hint. Okay, like, don't
1: give me a hint. I'll just make my guess and then we can decide who wins and who loses. Do we? Should we have a bet? <laughs> should we have a bet for whoever wins and whoever loses? Like, they have to do something in the next episode?
0: I feel like we tried to do this in, like, one of the beginning episodes and then, like, just completely dropped it
1: I say that if I win then you have to say uh me funny worm next episode somewhere you have to work it in, without me <laughs> in.
0: I will proudly <laughs> proudly and like I will play it completely straight I'm like oh whoa, 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 me funny worm oh I'm pumped to do that I'm gonna do it anyway
1: okay I I think that the fact that there aren't uh, that earthworms aren't going extinct is a lie i commit
0: okay that Mm, no oh
1: damn it okay you got me you got me what what was it wow i can't believe i got you okay what was
0: it? Wow. Uh, okay. So the tota Oh no. Um, the Bowie worm. No. Way! This is entirely no made up. Way! This is like made up, like like from scratch. Actually, no. That that's not true. I've actually pulled together a lot of information from different worms and then just kind of slapped them together and then made up.
1: No way. Because you know what? Like I literally was about to say it can't be the Bowie worm because it's so ridiculous. It. (laughs) has to be true and I was so convinced that scientists just all are really big fans of naming things after pedophiles that it just you know again had to be true
0: these are the rules of double bluff it's either so ridiculous that it can't be false or it's so ridiculous that it must be true or it cannot be true i don't know um yeah no and you know what i did write this first of all let me just quickly explain because i, I want to still be a little bit informative mm-hmm. Trematoda is a type of flatworm i just stole the i just stole the word from the encyclopedia i was like yeah yeah sure that sounds convincing The main body, exterior body, uncircumcised penis body plan is a thing for a different kind of worm. I just, I was just like making a little patch quilt worm of my own. There are flatworms that are aquatic and they're like iridescent or bioluminescent. I just, I just, I just patched that together
1: you are a master quilter bro you are thank that you a great great game I'm well damn man, man, man. Um, thank you i was actually
0: banking on you Knowing that scientists are sad <laughs> wank fucks, that was my oh scientists angle.
1: an apology just a little bit for being like yeah 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 no, do you, don't. Okay, no you don't okay I don't they would do that they would do that probably we've given someone somewhere an idea right now but that was a great episode thanks for recording with me and this is double book. a uh, bye. bye.